Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girlfriend who doesn't want to have sex. A former football star is tapping on the glass. And we got a lady who's leaving the apps. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This thing keeps growing every week. It gets uh, your response is better and better every week. And I'm going to tell you. Keep doing it. This podcast has been around for a while, and not everyone in the world knows about it, so you got to help them out. Help them. Spread the word. And you know what the best way to spread the word is? Make it your Instagram story. Ooh, does that feel like you and I are alone in a meadow, and you are just taking that feather straight to my nuts. OMG, does it feel good when I get that Instagram notification. There we are. Here we are out in the meadow. It's windy, fall, brisk. I'm naked. You're fully clothed, holding a full long feather. And then you take it from the front of the seam of the ball to the back of the seam, almost to the anus. Close, close, not there. And then back again, up and down my balls. That's what it feels like every time you make your Instagram story, the J Train Podcast, let people know. Oh, and a storm is rumbling. Oh, that storm comes in. Now the feather's wet. I don't care. I'll take a wet feather. A little different. Ooh, maybe we should take shelter. Maybe not. Maybe. Now some people come here. We take shelter with the people in a, in a local cafeteria. You're still feathering. I'm still naked. That's how, and people are having their meals. They don't even seem to be noticing that there's someone rubbing the balls of a person they've never met before, but they listen to every Tuesday and Friday. Listen, people. And now we're soaking wet. Now we... We've gone to a river. Let's walk in the river, knee high. All of this is to say is keep telling friends and family and coworkers that you listen to the J Train Pocket. Man, there is a lot of nature. <laughs> we really got far into the woods on this one. But listen, people. Keep telling your friends and coworkers and anyone you know about this podcast and what you get out of it. You get a walk to the gym, your workouts, uh, planes, trains, automobiles, group trips, uh, in the background of your life to get away from your own thoughts. I get it. I listen to podcasts. I know what the deal is. So listen, keep telling people about the J Train podcast. I want to do a couple dates before we get to our guest. Um, I am currently leaving... Seattle 
I had a great time. I do want to talk for a second about the contest we had. A lot of response to the contest. Did you notice that? Couldn't stop getting notifications. A lot of notifications. <laughs> Shelby getting blow. His inbox was blowing up. I got a a uh, a couple of emails. I actually sent to Timmy A, who was our winner. We're taping this. The Friday episode hasn't come out yet, but we we awarded Timmy A. The he DM me and I got him the hat. That's nice. And then someone else was like, I. There was a lot of disappointment with who won. I'm happy Timmy A wrote the review. If you don't know, basically the premise was write a your own version of how you tickle my nuts and the best, most creative version would win. Okay? And we'd send you a Feather Nation cap. Timmy A has received his cap. I got some DMs. This girl wrote me. She's like, that wasn't enough. If you go to the, if you could go right now, Shelby, to the comments section right now, there's new ones up now that are actually what we were looking for. Mm, it's like they had two weeks. You would think they would have known it. I want to read this email in response to it while you look up some of the new ones that we have. But Papa J, I've just listened to today's episode where Timmy A won the best iTunes review and I was so disappointed just like you. I wasn't disappointed. I'm happy Timmy. I'm, a, I'm not disappointed in Timmy A. I'm disappointed in the effort that I, maybe I listen. I listen in in matters of disappointment. You know who you go to first. You know whose office? Go to your own office. Your office. Look at your desk. I did it wrong. I should have explained it better. It was my fault. I'm willing to take the heat on this one. That's why I want to start another Feather Nation cap contest today. Okay, Shelby. Yes, the crowd can't believe it. So we are going to do a Feather Nation cap contest again comment on the page today is we're taping on the um before i head to seattle so we're gonna this will come out tuesday the 25th the next time we tape is for the next tuesday the sec no this will be the tuesday the 20 yeah and then old friday so we'll be taping for the second right correct so let's consider it from the 25th to the 2nd of october you have one week to get your reviews, your Feathering My Nuts reviews, five-star reviews combined with your description of how my nuts would be feathered. And I'm going to read this one from Stephanie, uh, this email. And she, Stephanie, you also send me, DM me and let me know that I read this because I'm going to send you a hat for helping me explain what we're doing here. That's right. That's right, audience. I'm a fair... I'm a fair... And humble dictator here at the J Train Podcast, okay? Just listen to your episode with Timmy A, won the best iTunes review, and I was so disappointed, just like you. You need to hear how much you deserve to be feathered, man. It's a cool late summer evening. Let's, uh, okay, ready? Where the breeze is, is, is gentle and refreshing. You are sat outside a cottage in the south of England, having a cold beer with classic Shelbs. Shelbs, you're there too. We're really jet-setting here. We've got to go over the, crossing the pond. As Shelbs goes inside to get you another beer, I appear with the largest, softest feather you have ever felt. Pull down your pants and brush the feather ever so gently and down the seam of your nuts. Up and down. Up and down. And when I think about the sweet sound of your voice telling me about the magic of a finger in the butt during a blowjob, that feather keeps going all night. But seriously, I love listening to you on the podcast so much. Please, please come to England to do some stand-up. I mean, now, 
I'm sprinting. I'm going to swim to England. Get across that I, channel. I got to get across that channel to do some stand-up and a podcast. I'm a lady listener. I'm swinging my, uh, my hair around as Shelbs plays the music. <laughs> you absolutely feather my nipples all fucking day, which I now really want to happen, as feathering the nips would feel amazing, she writes in all caps. Your ultimate new name equals Pharaoh of Feathers. Keep doing your thing. So, Stephanie, from across the pond, send me a DM. I will mail you all the way to England. That's expensive postage. Three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a, that's a four, three or four hundred. That's three fifty to get that to you. But you know what? Papa JT loves his fans, love the listeners, and Stephanie, DM me so I can send you your hat. And, and for the rest of you, you have one week. Get in on it like Stephanie and her Shakespearean prose. Yes. And we can, I, I, and listen, Stephanie did a great job, but that's kicking us off. I, I want to see where this could go. Uh, Shelby, do you have any in, in the you know, new ones since? This is from Monelli. Monelli. A Extend the Nut Feather Contest. Shelby, please read. Okay, Twice a week, <laughs> this podcast and Jared's melodic voice soothes my morning commute and tickles my soul with the same rhythmic strokes and sweet tenderness of a plush peacock feather gently grazing nuts. There's nowhere else I turn when I'm in need of honest, wise, and hilarious perspectives on dating in this wild city. Oh, King of Hawes, you are truly doing noble work, and I am forever grateful of your sage wisdom. See, see I... Please... Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> keep giving the people what they want, and we will keep feathering. See, I like that review. It was very complimentary, which makes me, you know, it, I don't... I want these less... If I could give a you know a review of the review, I don't want to like you know. I'm very happy they wrote the review. This is very, I mean, I'm fully feathered. I mean, it feels like I'm sitting on a, uh, on I'm being held above like just a thousand little fairies are flying me above the earth with feathers. So it feels good. If I was to give a note to the people that are writing in for the next version of the contest, let's move more towards ball feathering, less towards compliments. Correct. So go on iTunes. We're doing another run. You can win a hat. Um, the girl from England, send in your, uh, give me the, you know, DM me your address. I'll get a hat to you across the pond. I'm very, oh, and one more announcement um, uh, as far as shows are concerned. I, Dallas, October 1st, we're doing a live You Up podcast. We're coming to Dallas, Canton Hall. It's one show. One night only. Tickets are sparse. So if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come. Also, I'm at Cleveland at Hilarities on September 30th. Cleveland people, come on out to Hilarities in Cleveland. And then uh, on the 4th, we're going to talk about that show right now. I'm going to be in Newport, Rhode Island. Newport, Rhode Island for the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Let's bring on today's guest, the creator. Yeah. Is that what I would call? Get up to the mic. Uh, the well, you can call me the founder, director, creator, sure, whatever. The founder, director, creator of the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Also a hilarious comedian. Well, thank you Doug for that Key. Thank, thank you. you for coming on. Oh, it's good to be back. Now, I did this podcast when I first moved to the city. What's that? I, when I first moved to the yeah, city. You're, you, yeah, you're, this is your second time on the show. Yeah, so okay, congratulations. This, this is blown up. It's, uh, listen, we, we, every week. 
Yeah. We gain one more ear. And I don't that's know. That's all I want. You're getting an overdose of uh, tickled feathers here. A lot of feathers. A lot of feathers, which I, you know, I, I texted you when you started this because mm. our Rogue Island logo has yes, the same, same feather. feather. So <laughs> I texted you, we must have the same clip art guy. Yes. So I think maybe you know if you can't beat him, join him. I think we should just collaborate on this. Absolutely, and I, I the whole explain to the listeners what a comedy festival is because I know that's like now I know that's like going to the beginning of this, but this isn't like a stand up. Like this isn't Mark Mayer. We're not talking right. comedy shop most of the time. So what would you like? Because and I don't do a lot of festivals to tell you the truth. I don't get. I'm, I'm happy to do yours. I've been trying to get you for I, years. I know. Now we're in. So how many years did you do it? So this what is, is a comedy festival? What What should people expect? What kind of tickets can they get? And if they're in the Providence, Newport, yeah. Boston area, they should come. Well, it's a festival atmosphere. So even if you're within a 50-mile radius, come to Newport. Like if you're in Boston, Connecticut. Uh, Newport is just such a fun town. And it's a town that doesn't have comedy. So yeah. A festival like yeah, in mean, most towns that don't have comedy, right. there's just no club. So exactly. there's no real. You have to, as the founder, the creator of this festival, you have to erect a club at a place that never would have had comedy. So we use already established businesses, bars, art studios, theaters um, that do other things. You know what mm. I mean, like dueling pianos or cover bands or whatever. And I set the show up so it's like an intimate comedy show feel. But the whole festival atmosphere is just various shows over the course of you know this is a holiday weekend columbus day weekend yeah. so we're doing 15 shows across five nights uh four different venues multiple right. shows a night so you could get a ticket to one show you could pop to another show it's just that so whole, one a, ticket gets you into all of them it, it doesn't but okay. i mean if you <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> into general mission every here. show is its yeah, own yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Crowd, listen sorry so, but most of the shows sell out so we just we encourage yeah. people to buy tickets in advance what's the range of ticket price just 20 dollars. 20 Gen- bucks yep 20 bucks um 25 at the door so we encourage people to get tickets in advance so i'm gonna be on the show uh yeah, october 4th yep you're kicking it off baby i'm kicking it off i'm kicking off the yep. festival the jane pickens theater it's a it's a historic a theater oh yeah it's a it's a four hundred seater really yeah so oh uh, man so we got better some, get uh, my i better get my, my props together <laughs> yes do that it's a, every show is kind of like a, a showcase format so okay. every show has you know six comics on it obviously you're gonna i'm gonna yeah, they're doing it short sets you're gonna headline it but mine's a heavy hitters there's a lot of big yeah big ne- people yep, on we got mine. corinne and christina from um, uh, guys we fucked yep. and then i'm on it yeah a couple uh t- uh this toronto comic chris robinson pedro gonzalez R.A. Bartlett. So it's going to be a killer show. And the whole weekend. So if you're in... I mean, you're a New England guy. Yeah. So So people in the New England area, it's called the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. What's the website? Uh, RogueIslandComedyFest.com. RogueIslandComedyFest.com. October 4th to the 8th. Yeah, the 4th to the 8th. And listen, this is one of those things... You're not going to hear about this. You know, this... It's just one of those cool things. And I'm telling like a guy or a girl who's got a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever your, you know, your thing is going or you got a couple friends, you're looking to do something new. Let's go to a cool place like Newport, yeah. Rhode Island, which is like a beautiful area. It's gorgeous. Um, and do something we wouldn't have done otherwise. Exactly. And like, you know, not to put down clubs or anything, but like the festival format is so it's like a little variety pack of comedy. You know what I mean? You're mm. going to get different styles, different you know, you're gonna get things you wouldn't have seen the cl- like club setting is more you you know you might get a little bit of uh like I like clubs because it's 
you know, joke, 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 sure. joke, 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 joke. Right. Festival, you might get one person that's like that. Yeah. Another person that's a little alternative, as they exactly. say, a little weirder. It's, it's like a pack of jelly beans. You know, yeah. you might get a black licorice, but somebody else loves black licorice. Yeah, you and somebody I mean? might like popcorn flavor. Exactly. And you might get that. So <laughs> go RhodeIslandComedyFest.com. Go check it out. I'm going to be there October 4th. Yep. So if you're in the area, come to my show, or if you can't make it to mine, go to all... Any of the shows they have, I'll put my J Train rubber stamp oh, uh, of approval weekend, on. We're gonna have you know Mark Norman, Sam J, Tom Dustin, who's a killer. Oh, Boston they're all uh, Tom Nori is great. Davis, yeah. Nori's fucking hilarious. Sam J, Mark, everyone that those are all are names that I would pay to see. Thank you. So go check it out. Also, Doug is fucking hilarious, and you're gonna do. All, do you do all the shows? What no, do you to do? be honest, I don't like to hog any stage time. I put myself on one of the shows scheduled. What I do is, if we start on time and there's some gaps, I kind of I throw myself five throw minutes. yourself five minutes. Yeah, I got especially it. Yeah, if yeah, I know, yeah. if I have friends and family, like you know, I'm from the town, so mm. you know, I'll you know cater to them. So if you want to go follow Doug at Doug Key Comedy on Twitter at Doug Key Comedy on Twitter. Douglas Key on Instagram at Douglas Key. It'll be up on my socials if you want to find them there. Find um, me. So October fourth, I will be there, and then I'm coming to Miami. Ooh. October fifth, we got two shows, an eight and a ten in Miami, and um, uh, that's pretty much. Oh, and then Chicago. Fuck, I'm coming to Chicago October seventh through tenth. And um, those tickets are going. So go to jaredfreed.com for any of those tickets. And then one more plug, and then we'll do the emails, Doug, if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, here's one more thing I want to talk about. I, I kind of put this on hold because I wanted to see what, you know, we were working out Patreon. I love what we're doing on Patreon. And we're trying to work out how best to use this because, listen, if you get value out of this show and you're like, I got an extra 20 minutes a week, I want to listen to another part, you know, I put out a lot of stuff so I can understand the idea of like, okay, I, I, I got enough of you, J-Train. I've, I've, I've done it. And I get that. But here's where Patreon comes in. It's a way to show that you enjoy things so much that you're like, I'm getting four hours of free out of J-Train a week. I'll, let me throw them three bucks a month to show my appreciation. Three dollars, that's it. Three bucks a month. And with, with that, for three bucks a month, you get an extra podcast every Sunday called Coffee with J Train. Shelby, how would you explain Coffee with J Train? It's you on a Sunday. You might have gotten some weekend shows done. Yeah. You might have gotten a Snapchat show out of the way, and yeah. you're just having some you time. It's riffing. Oh, I like that. Giving them the real scoop. I, I get angry on it. On what's happening, what's making you happy, what's making you mad. Yep. It's all there. So I do like 20 to 25 minutes every Sunday where it's just going. I just complain. Basically I think of a, co- a nice, easygoing Sunday with coffee, like relaxing yeah, and no, chill. No, no. You're like, I get angry on my Me, day off. Well, now, especially with the Snapchat show, which is every Tuesday, how low will you go on Snapchat? You, I give you kind of like the behind the scenes of like what... I felt was going on at the school, whether okay. I liked the school. Yeah. Stories come up because you're just out there. It's, you know, everything. There's variables in my life now. I got to travel every week. I'm going to Oregon this week. I'm oh, going I to Penn Oregon. State the week after that. So go patreon.com slash Jared Freed. It's in the description section of every podcast. Is it in the description? It will be now. Put it in the description, the link to go check it out for three bucks a month. Um, you get the podcast every Sunday, plus I do a blog every Friday now that reviews all the episodes 
J Train Tuesday, You Up Wednesday, J Train Friday. Just gives a behind the scenes of what went on. And then for 10 bucks a month, and a lot of people, more people use this than I could have ever imagined, you get to... I'll answer any question you want directly to you. So I'll give you personalized that perspective. Is a steal. So for ten bucks a month, whatever issue you're going through, and I don't, I'm not an expert. I've said that a million times on this podcast. I'm not an expert. I just give perspective. But you and put I, people's minds at ease. That's I what, feel like. Well, that's the thing. I had a friend in college that stopped drinking. Right. And then we'd all go get fucking blacked out, and then we come back, and then the next day we'd be like, "Dude, what went on?" And he was perfect because. We come back to him and he go, dude, you were great. This happened. That happened. I wouldn't have done this. I would have done this. And he, it was like peace of mind. Right. You know, and I think that's what we're doing for a lot of people on Patreon. Well, I think that's what this show does is to say, hey, you're not crazy. Right. But I go back and forth with people a lot on these. You know, I've given, you know, I go back and forth with people a lot on Patreon. And it's like, yeah. and it's in and there I can actually ask them questions. Well, what happened there? We can really dig into the issue and. You know, it's been nice. It's it's very interesting what people feel comfortable writing to me about. Um, sometimes I I you know I don't feel I'm the right person, but I'm happy to listen to them. Yeah. Some people just don't know who to go to, and it's nice to go to someone that you know is listening but doesn't know you. Right. And you don't <laughs> want to go to your like your closest friend group because they might judge you, yeah. or or you just don't want that information out into your close circle of also, friends. Also, you so. don't know. You judge your friends before you ask them for advice. True, yeah. You know, you're like, well, that friend's done that shit. He doesn't know shit. Right. And it's like, you know, for me, I'm not perfect. I've never said I was, and I, I've, I've got issues and problems of my own. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I can do is listen. And sometimes I tell people, I'm like, you got to go to your parents. Right. And I'm like, this isn't the place for this. And <laughs> sometimes that's worth, you know, the question to them. So... Patreon.com slash Jared Freed is where you can get all that stuff. Let's do some emails. If you want to send an email, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Doug Key. Yes. The Rogue Island Comedy Festival. RogueIslandComedyFest.com. If you're in the New England area. October 4th, baby. October 4th is the kickoff. I'll be on the show. I love this question because it's a tough one. Girlfriend avoiding sex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right typical. hey there archbishop of ass play you got a girlfriend i do yes doug key for the ladies out there is absolutely gorgeous easy on the eyes oh stop you must have a hot girlfriend she's she's gorgeous she's beautiful you had to yes. say that what, I, what I, were you gonna say i do yeah she's mediocre <laughs> she's i fine. guess no Whatever. she's a pretty gal in a bit how long have you been together uh we're at like a year and a half right now how'd you guys meet we met on bumble however i really? did, i swiped no by accident <laughs> Wow. I was on a bus from Providence back to New York. And I must have swiped no because uh, she ended up following me on Instagram because I had my Instagram handle in my ah. bio. So she slid up in my DMs. But because I didn't follow her, it went to my filtered direct messages. So I didn't see yeah. her initial message. Then she sends one. Then she follows me, liked a bunch of my photos, which is like... Tapping the on the cl- glass. Oh, this, this is what we oh do. she threw a cinder block. Really? She, oh, she liked, yeah, probably Very interesting because we have a question about that that's coming up after okay, this one. Good. But, uh, so she just she messaged me again and said her second message was... Uh, or no, the first message was that I didn't see was, uh, hey, Doug, I saw you on Bumble. I hope this isn't creepy or aggressive, but I wanted to love say it. hi. You love it because that's advice. She's it's going perfect. by the advice that I've given a million times on this show. Call out the creepy, yep. tap on the window, call out the creepy, yep. and then just want to say hi and put the ball in your court. Right. So the ball was in my court. Didn't see that message. Two days later, I get another message that said, 
okay, cool. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be the girl I marry. <laughs> really? That Just like her. That's what I would have said. Marry? Just, jo- just joking, like being lighthearted about it. So then uh, we started talking like for an hour on Instagram after that, just going yeah. back and forth. You know when you like just play ping well, pong Sometimes it's it, just easy? Sometimes it just works. It and just that's works. not with everybody. Nope. Exactly. And this is the thing. That's why a lot of people are like, well, why doesn't anyone answer my... It's just not going to happen with everybody. Yep. This was nice. You were yep. like, oh, wow, we really have... We're on the same level. Right. right? So okay. she's, you know, she's like, oh, you're a comic. Uh, you know, I love comedy. And I was like, all right, I'm going to judge you. Who are your favorite comics? And she's like, oh, well, wow. I'm not into Kevin Hart or Amy Schumer. She like threw out like, you know... I'm not into the ones that everybody else likes, basically. Uh, well, okay. She started throwing out, like, sure. you know, obscure names. It's like when someone says, what music are you into? And they go straight to indie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we then I was like, let's talk on the phone. And she's like, right now? With our voices? Talk on the phone. On the phone. So I said, let's... Was that, this that was outside my of your... That's your move? That was my move. I mean... At least a few girls, I feel like that just gets them more because it throws them for a loop. Sure. Okay. And yeah. You could, zigging while people are zagging. I get it. And you could get so much information. You could get two weeks worth of texting out in a half hour conversation. Have you ever spoken over the phone and then not done the date? Have you been like, well, this is nice. I guess we you didn't connect? No, no. Well, Usually, if you're getting to the phone, you're getting to the date. If you're getting you're to the phone, you can just, you're just more, there's more information back and Does forth. Does the first date feel like a th- second third date at that point when you when you yes the first date you feel like you know each other at that yes. point so we talked on the phone for an hour for a week straight and then we met in the city and it was like hook up on the first day uh kiss kiss just kissed okay yep that's it sorry in a, read bit the email. A, in a bit of a pickle my girlfriend of two months we've been talking for four months prior to this doesn't seem like she wants sex at the beginning we've had a couple of sexual encounters i've gone down on her and she did the same it was getting hot and heavy and then she told me that she wasn't on the pill and that she didn't want to move too fast so i completely respect that she's told me that she has had sex with three guys prior to this but i'm starting to question if there's truth to that I genuinely like this girl, and I've tried to not be come off too eager into pushing for sex, but I'm under the belief that we need that extra oomph to establish that connection. We've had several talks about her not wanting me to plan it, about her not wanting me to plan activities around sex, and when it happens, it happens. I think we have a pretty deep connection. Maybe this is why she wants our first time together to be special. But now I'm wary about initiating things like dirty talk and exchanging pics. What say you? Thanks a bunch. Do you have any thoughts on this? I uh, don't. Don't go into dirty talk and don't request pictures right away. You know. Yeah, I feel for this guy because he's like, they're on the same page, but his page reads now we have sex, and hers reads hit the brakes. Yeah, exactly. This is eight months in. He says they're two months. Oh, two months. But in. they've okay. been talking for four months prior to this. Here's where I'm looking at. Talking four months prior means it took a lot to get that first date. Exactly. And when it takes a lot to get that first date, everything feels heightened. Yeah. So it's like, if we have sex, I'm going to feel bad about this. Or if we have sex, now you're in. Like, for both sides of it. Maybe she's just nervous that, you know, once they do have sex, the floodgates are going to open and then the feelings come out. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just being protective of her feelings, I think. She, and she's only had sex with few people before that that he knows of or total. That's what she says, but he's getting the vibe that she's never had sex before. I think you uh, have to. I think sometimes it's okay to back off of it. And also, look at this as like a nice thing. Right. You get the opportunity. This kid gets the opportunity to see. Does do you like her? Right. That should be the most important thing. Like, the, can you spend time with her? Sure. And and right now you're in this zone where it's like. 
you're being forced into masturbating <laughs> on your own. Right. And after you, I mean, I've said this a million times and now there's like a bunch of internet memes about it. But like the idea of like masturbating before every decision, she's saying you go away and fucking make sure you're into this. Yeah. So for you, dude, if you're sitting there being like, I need this. I'm not saying sex isn't important. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying make sure know how important it is to her. Yeah. It's okay for two people to think of sex differently. Right. But you have to, I think the, the sex, the importance of sex goes to the highest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. in this situation, if you, you know, the respect factor is you have, like I've been with girls, similar situations where you're sitting there and she's going, I'm not, we have to be together. Yeah. And then I sit there and I go, okay, well, we keep going on dates and, and I back away from the conversation and then it comes up and I'm not ready because I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want if if I rate this on the same importance as her. True. And plus, does like, that make sense? I, I feel like I yeah. No, I mean, like I've been like if you truly like the girl and you want to spend time with her, then like then wait because how many girls like I've been with girls where it's like I just clearly don't like them. Like they're not. I, I'm just not clicking. Yeah. And then I'm impatient. I'm like, okay, well, if we're not gonna have sex, then then what then what are we doing here? But yes, yes if, you, if we're you not connecting on the mental level. I and this is horrible but a lot for a lot of guys we're like hey, I don't really connect with her mentally but I fuck right and, and that's okay I mean girls do that too but I think more so for guys right and this is to me what you're saying to him and I agree with is take the time now to see if you like her right um and know that the sexual choice is is obviously hers but at the same time yeah. know that this is a big hurdle you're going over and it's okay when she's ready to go, well, maybe I'm not ready. Yeah. That's okay to go, well, now I'm not ready because I know how big a deal this is. And this has uh, now takes a, uh, a specific step. Mm-hmm. Jtrainpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Doug Key at Douglas Key on Instagram, Rogue Island Comedy Festival, October 4th. I love this question. Ooh. Former SEC quarterback window tapping my Insta. Ooh, okay. And this is right into what you were talking about. Oh, I know about the window tap. Hey, Jared. Lady listener here. (laughs) (laughs) Currently feathering your nuts with a beautiful sparkling phoenix feather. I started listening to you up, and when I ran the episodes, I discovered the J-Tram podcast, so I so appreciate two episodes a week. Keeps me entertained and awake when I'm on the road for work. I have a situation that I'd like to uh, advise on. Recently, within the past two months, I got a notification on Insta that the former quarterback from my alma mater had followed me. We both went to a once great, now disgraced SEC school and are in the same age, and both currently live in the same city in the same apartment complex oh boy he's mini famous at the complex and ever and someone always points him out to me when he stops by the pool but we've never spoken when i got the follow note so they've never spoken he's followed her oh he's tapping the window from the inside when i got the follow notification i also got several notifications that he liked a few of my more recent pit photos on insta standard side note i tweeted you and asked what to do to let him know i was interested after window tapped and you told me to tap back and i did i liked a few of his recent posts but no dm ever came of it 
Oof. He was watching my story for a while, too, but stopped after a few weeks. The window tapping stopped, too. But now he's back after a month or so hiatus, and this time he liked a few recent fo- posts and a post of my, on my Insta from two years ago. So my question is, how do I get him to DM me or ask me to hang out without DMing him first? Ooh. Or do you think he's even in that into me? I don't like to message guys first at all. It's just not me. But I want to hook up with this guy because he's hot and because my walk of shame back to my apartment would be seriously short. Pool season will end... <laughs> the crowd like that. Uh, pool season will end probably... We, uh, we do live in the deep south, so it could go for another two months. And I never see him at any of the apartment-sponsored happy hours. What is my move? Thanks in advance. What do we think? I mean, this guy, he's a football star. So I know she sent her Instagram. She's very cute. Let's take a look here. Um, okay. Pretty girl. It's her on the right. Oh, boomerang, of course. Boomy. Yeah, boomy. This is her. Yeah, yep. she's. She's pretty. Okay, so she's the guy. She's very pretty. <laughs> so this quarter. Now the guy, I know who he is. Yes. Oh, you, know, you is, know him? So she's in his thing. Okay, so he's a handsome guy. Here's the thing. He probably doesn't... Maybe he's got too much pride. He doesn't want to reach out to girls first. Maybe he's used to getting the girl to reach out. So they're they're in a pickle right here. They're in a stalemate. He thinks that he's waiting for you to DM him. Yeah, and... We have a standoff situation. We have a standoff here. Um, I think that's a big part of it, what you said, is he is very used to Mm -hmm. people, women specifically, approaching him. He doesn't have to be a creep. Or he doesn't have to feel like a creep, even though well, is not, that's not creepy. But well, let's also look into like you know from the other side of it. Um, let's look at the embarrassment angle. Okay. He DM. You know now it, there's this murky world where he is this mini famous person. Where now let's say he DMs her, and now he's the creepiest fucking former quarterback ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. he is in a. I had a situation. I might have told this story in the podcast before, but I had a girl DM me and then I, that she want to go get, let's get drinks when I'm in town. Right. And I wrote, I, I'm sorry. I actually have shows. I do shows every night. I'm not looking to get drinks, uh, but I appreciate whatever. Yeah, you're honest. And, I, and that's what I said. Like, and then she posted it. In a fan group of someone else. Oh God, we and live in was such like, a screenshot world here. That every, yeah, everything is screenshotable. Well, that's the thing. So, in, but in this, I'm not a famous person. Like, but in this small world, these people are yeah. like, "Who does he think he he can go fuck himself?" Like, yeah. And then someone in the group sent me the screenshot and was like, "Yeah, you're getting torn apart." And I'm like, "I didn't for being busy for be oh, for also like for I didn't have to answer. I could have just been like, yeah, I, I was pretty nice. I didn't like I you just said, given hey, her the I, scene. Yeah, like I <laughs> I've and, heard from a third party that this uh, incident is still talked about in that group to this. Is it? To wow. this day. To this Shelby day. knows all the gossip. And it's like I and I don't know what. And I said to the and what was so then I posted <laughs> in my Instagram. I posted look at you know can't what I answered. So then they're like, how could he post in his Instagram? And and I took out her name like I didn't post her name. And first of all, she was coming in for like a, a weekend. Yeah, it was like let take me for drinks. Like what kind of a person? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a like a, oh I'm here. That's quite forward forward but also like how highly do you think like oh uh, right I, like i don't show up to fucking you know minnesota and go who will take me to drinks now yeah. you know like 
And I th- was very respectful. And I said to the person, I, you know, my claim is show it to your mom. Yeah. Does she have a problem with it? I don't think she would. Right. And, with, you know, so I'm empathizing with this guy where he's like, listen, I'm fucking mm-hmm. in my 20s. Um, I'm not even, he doesn't even play football anymore. Yeah. He's doing other stuff now, but he's still that name where it's like you can be embarrassed. Like I always, I, I tweeted this today. I said, I know one thing. Um, everyone has someone that has a nickname for them. Exactly. So like oh, every, yeah, so funny. everyone has a former, <laughs> everyone's hooked up with one person that that person now refers them via a nickname. That's so funny. In their oh, group God. chat. So it's like he's like be. he's had a front row seat to being someone's nickname for, you know, probably mm-hmm. a lifetime. He's probably gotten fucked over a bunch of times. Right. Just because it's like, oh, look at this football loser. Yeah. You know, like I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a group of girls who are just being like, oh, the the guy who thinks he's funny. You yeah. know, podcast guy. You know, like right. I, you know, you become. And it's like I do understand where his concern is and her concern. I feel it, too. Yeah. She doesn't like the message first. How do we get them over this hump? Well, he doesn't want... Yeah, he doesn't want to be the unanswered screenshot. He doesn't want to be that first initial message that, hey, look who just DM'd me. Yeah, and also, but also he knows... She knows more about him and, and whether... in his background yep. more than he could ever know about her. Right. Just like, you know, just like this situation mm-hmm. with podcasts. Like, if you listen to my podcast, you know so much about me that I... I don't have the luxury of knowing about you. Right. So he can only think worst case scenario. Oh, you're someone that wants to screenshot it. And yeah, I also. What were you saying? No, he's being protective, but you have to take a leap of faith. Like that's the only way you're going to find love if you want that. to happen. That's the best case scenario. Sure. Is that he's like, I don't want to get fucked over. Worst case scenario is he. When you go into receiving mode, it means you're only looking to put the amount of effort. You don't want to get blamed for ending it after you put in effort. Yes. That's a big thing with dudes. It's like a girl, if after things end, girl will go, well, why did you take me to that? And why did you take yeah. me to this? And why did you do this? And, and she'll go over like 700 things that you did. Yeah. To, to get laid. Right. <laughs> and then you'll be like, well, yeah, I, at the time, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, i just looking for an exit strategy. Yeah. So for this guy, his best move, because he does get approached by a lot of women probably, mm-hmm. is to say, listen, I'll let the things come to me. I'm going to play. I'm going to back up the defense. Yeah, she has to just go for it then. So yeah, that's the thing. And, and for her, I think the strategy that your girlfriend played with you is yeah. the way to go. Just be bold. Be a little bit bold. And also, you, it's okay to be bold. The one thing where she says, she's like, I don't like messaging first, it's not me. You can go outside of what's you and then go back to being you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can go and say, hey, this is so not me. Just want to say what's up. I see you around the apartment complex. Perfect. Uh, what? Uh, how, how you been? Yeah. Hi. Just want to say hi. Yeah. Just like your girl did, where yep. it's like, you call it the creepy. Hey, I know this is weird, but I figured... I would write, hey, I know this is weird, but I figure we've liked enough pictures of each other. Just wanted to say hi. Right. Then let then at that point revert to being little Miss Lady. Yep. Where he pull let him you've given him all I, I use this uh, analogy. You've given him all the tools to build the house. Mm-hmm. Now let him go. Yeah. At I, least you show interest. Exactly. J Train Podcast 
at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Doug Key, the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Go RogueIslandComedyFest.com. Question about... Let's do... Well, big inbox here. We got a lot of chick Jesus. ones. Let's Good do... God. Let's do... Uh, how to date without dating apps. Okay. Hey, Papa, squeeze on your nuts, lick your butt, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a good one. I recently deleted dating apps, all my dating apps, and I'm not sure how to date and meet men in the wild. To give a background, I'm a 24-year-old girl, and I work in finance in Manhattan. My issue with the dating apps is that I just couldn't... I could not spend my time swiping on profiles. During the week, I'm either working overtime and I'm not doing overtime. I'm just, and when I'm not doing overtime, I'm just tired. Want to relax at home. And then the weekends, I spend catching up with friends. So making time in my schedule for a random guy off of Hinge or Bumble just wasn't a priority. What's your advice on meeting him and men in the wild and dating without the apps? Is it worthwhile using meetup.com to go to events and meet people there? No. Um, or if I'm, a, <laughs> if I'm on to happy hour with my coworkers and boss, how can I meet a man around people who I work with professionally? What do we think? When you, when you get acclimated, when you get too used to this dating culture, this online dating apps, you need to reintegrate your social skills. So you need to start going out to more social functions. Yeah. And when you're talking to guys or guys approach you, you can't dismiss them knowing that you just have your app in your pocket you know what i mean you have to yeah. you have to do this kind of uh uh subconscious speed dating where you have to listen to people like if a guy hits on you yep. entertain him humor him you know what i mean because you might actually meet somebody cool. you might be missing the people that are actually trying right. to get with a you. guy that you would otherwise ignore if you were already talking to somebody on a dating app yes so that guy could be the guy you see on the dating and app. even before that she writes okay first of all the meetup.com thing i'll i'll give you a little inside scoop they yeah. come to comedy shows a lot. I've heard of this. This is, and they're the worst comedy audience of all time. Shelby's oh, laughing. Really? Wow, that's weird. No, I like I've been on the site looking for yeah. like very <laughs> not for dating, just looking for like sure. very specific groups, and I've You're, seen like a lot of things for comedy shows, just kind of semi-working in comedy yes. and being like, oh, that's not gonna be. Well, Fun. no, because the comedy is just they're there. That's like background to what well, they I, are I doing. Know what, I want to know what Shelby's specific <laughs> searches on Meetup are. <laughs> it was like for photography. Photography shit. and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Well, here's Common a interest. <laughs> Shelby's like, yeah, I was looking for the, all the feather people. You know, like it's, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, here's why they suck at comedy shows is it's a tactic to get people to come. Of course. And these people have never met each other before. Mm-hmm. So they're looking to do... It's called meetup.com. So they get together and then they get thrown into the comedy show and then they end up trying to talk a lot right? because they're trying to show the rest of the group that they're cool. Yes. They're like, I'm not the loser in this group. I, right. I just want to show these people I'm like a nice yeah. guy. But it's like, you shouldn't have done this here. Yeah. You should have gone for drinks and then come to the show. And, that, and that's for anyone... Who wants to do fucking a first date? Because they'll a probably show. say, "Hey, let's meet up at this eight p.m. show," and then they all show up at eight p.m. So and nobody knows each other up yeah. to meet. Right? And you're like, "You guys gotta fucking put it away, yeah. for ten minutes, so I can do whatever the fuck I have to do." Exactly. I've gotten in more fight. One time, I did a meet up. I did a, they used to have them at Stand Up New York, and I would get so fucking mad. Did I talk about this on the podcast? 
I remember you saying something about it. I maybe. complained about this a while ago. Basically, how big are these groups, by the way? They could be anywhere from like ten. Like it could be eight people. It could be a uh, hundred people. Like Jesus, it, they're big, right? Yeah, I remember like hearing from people that they went like to dinner with twenty people, and they were like met one person they were like just to be friends with, and then we're like, wow, yeah. these other people are kind of. Yeah, especially in New York, the meetup groups they get a little wide. You know, you don't know who's coming. It's like, that. oh, some six-year-old Indian guy and an eighteen-year-old <laughs> white girl. <laughs> the makeup of the group makes no sense, but they stand up New York every Sunday. Used to have meetup groups come to try and fill the room. Of course, hey, from a business point of view, that's great. I get it. Two drink minimum. But I would, and then I would look. Uh, one week, I came on stage. And I got in a fight with this like uh, this Asian woman who was with her husband. We just got in like she was yelling out because they want to show everyone yeah. that they're like cool or whatever. Then the yeah. next Sunday, I'm on the same exact time show. They have another meetup group come, and I get into another argument with this Asian woman again. I go, "Are you the woman from last week?" <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Uh, what if she wasn't? That'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you racist! I'm either an asshole or a racist in yeah, that situation. One. But I, I would say the meetup group isn't gonna be what you want it to be. Um, and how will I don't know? Is she gonna be doing she's a meetup group? She's I, probably cute. Here's the thing you need to do. She's and here's the other thing. You said you have no time, so now you have time for the meetup group, and then you have time to meet. Right. Some, she what she needs to do. When you're in professional situations, have fun. And then it's okay to like wean yourself off of like the sure. professional drinks after work lead to people going home. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. These people all have friends. Everyone has 200 friends. Right. So if you're known as being single and you have fun with the people you're hanging out with, friends, coworkers, people bring up the other people they know that are because what people want to do and this is good. The meetup group is a perfect example. No one wants to hang out with 20 people that no one knows each other. Yeah. You want a solidified group. So everyone's trying to get the best group they can get. Mm-hmm. So when you go to these professional events, stop worrying about the guys. Take a minute. You've deleted the apps. Take a minute to fucking stop worrying about that. Have fun in these groups. Have fun with your friends. If you're the one having fun with your friends, they're going to go, I got to fix up this girl mm-hmm. so that with someone I know so that our group is good. Right. That's what people want in their lives. Mm-hmm. So for you, girl with no time, <laughs> dig in to the friends you have. Yep. Dig into that. Yep. Because those people are going to go, man, that girl's so cool. And the ones with boyfriends, your girls with boyfriends are the best ones to go to. Because they're going to go, wow, that chick's cool. And your boy, and the boyfriend's going to go, she is cool. Yeah. And then he's going to go, I know this guy. He's going to roll a of dudes. Yes. And he's going to want his buddies to hang out with him and be as miserable as him in a relationship. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Girl, Don't, girl with no time reminds me of somebody else. Girl, this, is, this reminds <laughs> me of that fan group. Yeah. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Don't judge me for my Yahoo account. Okay. Ooh. Hi, Jared, guest, and Shelbs XO. I'm a new lady resident of Chicago. Went out for the first time over the weekend and went to a pretty co- low-key bar that wasn't too packed, very chill vibes. I'm usually degenerate being 22, but I happened to be particularly under control that night and only had a couple beers. Anyways, I ran into my crush from high school who I had no idea had moved here too. I know this sounds ridiculous, but literally all of high school, we were so flirty with each other. 
but we were young and innocent, but it never extended past chatting during school class. So this is the first time I've seen him in five years. We saw each other, hugged, and we had a long, really natural conversation. My crush was immediately back. I was afraid we were looking, we were talking too long. So in a moment of lone conversation, I said, well, it was nice meeting you. We <laughs> it sounds like it was a great combo. Uh, so we <laughs> in a lull, nice meeting you. Gotta go. Just leaves. And we hugged and I went off to my with my friends again. So he never asked for my number, but also didn't really have a chance. He also seems like the reserve type who never would slide into my DMs and is very inactive on Insta, hasn't posted in over a year. We don't even follow each other. I'm wondering how to see him again and how to make this a thing. Thank you. Also forgot to mention he asked if I would be going to our five-year reunion in November, so I may see him there. But I'd like to connect first, or if I saw him there, how would I get the ball rolling? You know what I mean. What do you think? Ooh, first of all, a five-year reunion is far too soon to have a high school reunion. <laughs> that is like, you're still living Did we have home. a five-year? I think I, I had a five-year. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. my five-year at the bar that I was working at at the time. <laughs> really? Oh, how yeah. was that? It was uh, so awkward. People were like, oh, so what are you up to nowadays? I'm like, oh, see that bar over there? Yeah. I, I clean it yeah. on the weekends. <laughs> I wipe it down. Oh, so you weren't even working. I, no, I wasn't working that night, but I, I think worked it would have been better to be working. Oh, yeah. At least you get through all those conversations and people right. will tip you a lot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? Make the best of it. Um, so these these guys are high school sweethearts or they just knew each other? Flirty in high Flirty. school. Reconnect five years later And then she Chicago. said, nice to meet you. That's she said. Well, that's good funny. seeing you. She oh, stopped it midway okay. through. She basically ran away too soon before he could get a number. I don't like when people make the excuse. Well, he's reserved. You don't know that bitch. You don't know that. You don't know I, can't, that. I can't stress this enough. Just be bold. Like you have. Yes, guys are dumb. Okay, they yeah. don't like. We're not. We're gonna make the first move all the time. We mm -hmm. think that. You know, we don't want to come off as creepy. We don't want to, you know, come off as too eager or, you know, desperate. So if you just give us some leeway, like, yeah. it'll it'll start snowballing. I, I think what she has to realize is, like, there's a couple of things. Could this be serious? It could be. Guys moving to new cities. I mean, that's like freshman year, the real freshman year. Mm -hmm. When you get to New York, get to Chicago right after college, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to sow my wild oats. I'm going to have those crazy nights that I've always heard of. Yep. I'm going to go to work. You know, I, I can't tell you whether this will be an important relationship, but I do know that for both of you, it's a little bit easy in a new town. Yes. So my advice to this girl, use the tools he gave you. You guys are probably Facebook friends and you are going to the reunion. Mm -hmm. It's October now, right? This is coming out October. Uh, end of September. October. So you got a month. And I would send him a DM or yep. I would send him a Facebook message because that's the one people usually like the messages people usually get. Yeah. Hey, uh, it was great. Sorry, sorry to be... Don't mean to be creepy, but I felt like I ran away from our conversation too quick. Yeah. Um, I know I'll see you at the reunion, but we, my friends and I are doing this. Keep it in the casual yeah. realm. He'll be thrilled. Don't. Be I think overboard. if you keep it casual, it's better than like, hey, we should get drinks because there's just so much, you know, there's so much history. Yeah. So if you say to him, hey, friends and I are going to watch a football game this Saturday. I figured you're new to town too. Yeah. You should come. Right. Don't spike the ball right out of the gate. Just set the ball. Yeah. And, and guys at 22 want to move painfully slow. Exactly. So play into that. So if I were her, 
Send the message. Hey, I know we're going to be seeing each other at the reunion, but I had a good time seeing you the other night. Felt like I ran away too soon. We're all going to watch football at this bar on this date. Yeah. You and a couple of your friends from college should come. Now you've opened up the group. This is back to the idea of getting around good people. You People want to be in groups. People want an all-star team. Exactly. Everyone wants an all-star team to hang out with. And that and and you just all you want after college like at college teaches you the type of people you like being around. I really do right. believe that because high school you're around the people that your parents decided to move near. Yeah, or you have one common interest, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Or your common interest is the town. Yeah. You know, and you're like, "How did I end up with these fucking weirdos?" And it's like, "Yeah, if you look at your high school friends, you're looking around and you're like, I don't know how we even came together. Like the people that you like grew up on the same block as or whatever it is. Right. It's just a random hodgepodge of people. Then you get to college, you're like, ah, I'm going to start going with those people. Right. Then you get out of college, you're like, oh, I know my taste in people. Mm-hmm. And this is when you're like, so for her, she's like, I had a really good conversation with the guy. Start creating your all-star team. You get sure. to a new city. Start saying to people, we're doing this. You should come. Right. And if they're both fairly new to the city, right? He's going to want things to do. Exactly. They're both looking for all-star teams. That's okay. my point. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsored, people. We Ooh. got a great new sponsor. What is it? It's so good. So good, especially for the age group that listens. The majority of the people that listen to this podcast are around that, like, 20s. You don't, you know, not a lot of money, but you're, you know that money is a need. You know, mm-hmm. you're starting to learn... Saving, I I would assume part of the Sunday weirds is waking up going, I have no savings. Yes. Open a Roth IRA right now. Well, this is a good way to start that. We're doing Robinhood. Okay. Robinhood is an investing app that lets Ooh. you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. So I used to sell mutual funds and annuities when I worked on life insurance. The one thing... That we, you have, let me, t- I'll go back to my former, former. No, I need to be educated days. on this because well, I don't know anything about this shit. Forced savings is the best thing you can do. And if you, th- if you're sitting there going, well, I don't have any money every month. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm not saying you should, but can you find $5? Yeah. You got to start somewhere. Right. People think cause they can't save a lot that they shouldn't save at all. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do is start saving very young and putting money away on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis that is out of sight, out of mind. Just siphons into account. You don't know where it goes, mm-hmm. how it goes, but you ain't going to see it for a lot of years. And just okay. consider it gone. I like that. And what you do is when you, when you invest over time, it brings down... Uh, your basis, I think I'm saying the right things. It's been a long time since I've br- talked about this thing. Right. But you're bringing down your costs because if you uh, over the course of time, you, you're going to go in the market on high days. You're going to go on low days. Yep. You want to be consistently saving. And also, it creates a new habit. Habits take 14 times to make a part of your life. So sure. you, every if you have a th- uh, an app on your phone, like these saving apps are spectacular. And the thing about Robinhood... Is they want to make financial services work for everyone, not just wealthy people. This is what I'm talking about. You're sitting at home, do something. It feels good to look at that account a year from now and go, I was putting away 10 bucks a week. Holy yeah. shit, look at that. Right. That's a lot of money now. Yeah, it wasn't a big investment when you started. Not a big investment, but every week. Mm-hmm. Are you going to the bars? 
one less beer, that's $5 a week. Right. And people look down. It's the problem with Instagram and social media where we only see the big events. It's those small weekly, you know, it's, it's diet and exercise. Chipping away at it. Chipping away. So it's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's, it, it, it works like any other app that would be, it's usable. Mm-hmm. And other broker, and, and also you're losing out on the charges. The, the no cost, no commission is a big deal. Oh, that's huge. Other brokerages cost uh, $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, uh, trade stocks, and keep all your profits. It's easy to understand charts and market data. So Robinhood is actually giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up at jtrain.robinhood.com that's jtrain.robinhood.com when i am presented with ads and since we've moved to my apartment i'm we're being more choosy about who we're putting on the show we want companies that would work with the listener that people here would need so i always say let me give you free money this is free money for your for your your kids this yeah. is this is going to help you so Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock. That's like free money. Jtrain.robinhood.com. That's jtrain.robinhood.com. Jtrain.robinhood.com. Jtrain.robinhood.com to get a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint. Uh, so that's jtrain.robinhood.com. Go check it out. Jtrain.robinhood.com. Back with Doug Key. We are towards the end here. Let's do some news. Ooh. Welcome. Shelby, what do you got for us? We have some light news for us first. I love some light news. Yeah. There's so much heavy news. You were just there at a is. tailgate this weekend. I was at the University of Oregon. They played the Stanford Cardinal. We talked about uh, Old Miss tailgate. Yeah, loved Old Miss. That is the biggest, most unbelievable tailgate, most organized tailgate that I've ever seen. Very clean, very neat. Yes. Very cla- well, classy. Not, eh, it was classy. It's definitely classier than, you know, tailgates I've seen. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends will be like, oh, Penn State's just a Penn State tailgate's just four guys around a uh, case of beer. And I'm like, yeah, that could be that or it could <laughs> be a huge one. Ole Miss consistency, all classy, tense, extension of your living room. Okay, what do we got? And do you meet like people at these, uh, how low will you go? You meet you know, like college students at Oh, Tailgate. yeah. We, we meet all the college students. Incredibly hammered. Well, this uh, video was from West Virginia. West Virginia, the Wild West. They have grain alcohol. Very dangerous place to drink. They party. <laughs> Mountaineers. The Mountaineers. They get down. So this is a video. Found on the news site, World Star Hip Hop. Uh-oh. Oh, Camp, yes. I, I don't, Very prestigious website. I don't think they're in website. the library. Two gentlemen and a lady. Okay. Let's see what they have to say. Let's see what they okay. have to say. Oh my God, how much did he pay for that endorsement? Did she say he bit my pussy? He ripped my pussy open, made me come like seven times. Play one more time. Yeah, let's play one. She seems serious. Who is she talking about? 
She's who, looking directly at yeah, the camera. Yeah, whose camera is she giving that to? I believe the gentleman holding the Miller light, if you look closely. Yeah, yeah because no, he's no, got but, a shitting grin on his face. Oh, look yeah, he's up. never been happier. But he, it, you know what's interesting about this video is he just was like, yeah, I mean, thank you. And then the video goes viral uh-huh. on Worldstar. And it's like, this guy, he should put that as his Bumble profile or the Hinge profile. Maybe a... Uh, Put on on hers too. Hey, check, <laughs> hey, you've seen me on World Star. Yeah, you've seen as seen on World oh, Star God. with the emoji smirk. I uh, have you ever had someone? That, that's never been an endorsement that I've gotten. No, me neither. I mean, even in my relationship, I just haven't heard that term. Thrown what out. a horrible video <laughs> for your daughter to go that's viral. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd oh rather my, my daughter be in porn than because uh, at least I know she's in a business and she's getting paid for it. This she's not getting paid this, for. He's this he's getting paid. Oh yeah, she's his PR manager. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> West Virginia. This doesn't do a good job. You know, it's funny when these party schools become big party schools. The school doesn't want to be known as that, so they start cracking down. Oh. West Virginia never seems to crack down. It doesn't seem like they're they're their, off the rails. Their mascot, who's just a dude dressed as a mountaineer, yeah. got a DUI a few years that. ago. So it's hard. <laughs> we might have to, talked about that here. Hard to dial it back a bit. We have another story. We do. You familiar with the Myers Briggs? The personality rankings, test? correct, Doug. So it's a yes. personality score, right? They get very specific. It's like, like an analysis. E N T J. Yeah, some people post it as their. Um, it's like um like a, a horoscope on steroids. Yeah, some people post it as their like their dating app bios, and I always <laughs> think it's funny because it's like, oh well, I don't know if that matches what I'm looking for. I won't f- try and fuck this girl now. Like, yeah, if, yeah, as if that would matter to any dude. Right. Uh, what's with Myers-Briggs? Well, a researcher at Northwestern University, very prestigious That's a good school. He hates the Myers-Briggs personality test. <laughs> It'd be funny if this researcher was like, uh, I got the worst personality and I need to fix this fucking test. Why does he hate it? He believes that... I don't know. I didn't read that far in the article. Okay. <laughs> but Perfect. he has... This news is really a hot button yeah, yeah, issues. Yeah. Play the music. <laughs> <laughs> but what I did read is okay. he has taken a data set of 1.5 million people and along with researchers created four distinct personality types. So he has has said, "Fuck this!" Wow, Myers Briggs. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be Pepsi to their Coke. So you're telling me there's more gender classifications than personality types? <laughs> That's what he's saying. He wow. has boiled it down and just really gotten to the nitty gritty. So what are his types? The four that he has come up with and found out. One. It'd be funny if he's like huge penis. That's me. <laughs> Went to WVU, West Virginia University. Huge penis. Only one person is in that category. Me. Pussy ripping penis. Yeah. What do you got? First one. Average. These people score high in neuroticism and extroversion, but score low in openness is the most typical category with women being more likely than men to fit into it. Okay. <laughs> this is, seems like this guy didn't do a, He just saw an opening in the market and just like wrote up a thing. Next being reserved. This type of person is stable emotionally without being especially open or neurotic. 
They tend to score lower on extroversion, but tend to be somewhat agreeable and conscientious. Okay. Mm. Next, role models. These people score high in every trait except neuroticism, and the likelihood that someone fits into this category increases dramatically as they age. I can't believe that someone hasn't gotten from like the neuro- the neuroses center of America. There's a group for everything now. Of course. So all of this seems to be based on if you're neurotic, you're not a you you can't be a good person or or you can't you don't test well, right? The role model, he says, these are people who are dependable and open to new ideas. They are these are good people to be in charge of things. Women are more likely than men to be a role models. Okay, I can see that. Uh-huh. In the last self-centered these people score very high in extroversion but score low in openness agreeableness and conscientiousness every comedian most (laughs) teenage boys would fall into this category okay according to him and hopefully they mature out of it the number of people who fall into this category decreases with age what do you think you fellas are um I mean, I feel like everybody <laughs> thinks they're somewhat introverted. Like, I mean, we all are in our own heads at some point. I, I once saw a girl with a with a dating app bio that was like, I'm kind of an extrovert. One introverted part, extrovert. Introverted extrovert. I was like, here. that's called a human yeah. being. <laughs> that doesn't even count. At first, it felt like the neuroses thing played heavy in this. In this. I'm fiscally liberal but socially or like well, I'm social <laughs> conservative but socially you're like what the fuck are you if you have make a up firm grasp on what your personality type is like that I don't want to hang out with you <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? like you like know what kind of person you are but you don't need a whole synopsis well, on your if, if anything this 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 whole thing just tells us if you think you're right all the time you stink yeah like if you have never been like wow I was wrong about that I say wow I was wrong about that uh-huh 3,000 times a, a, a week. Yeah. Like, just, wow, I was wrong about that. We should get that as a, as a drop. Wow, I was wrong about that. Yep. That's me <laughs> at all hours. <laughs> and, and then if you don't go, am I crazy? You have to ask if you're crazy 10 yeah. times a day or else you are fucking insane. There's got to be thoughts where you think, like, nobody else has thought this before. Everybody has that. Yes. You know? Everyone has that, and then everyone has the realization that they're not that smart. Exactly. You know? So I... I <laughs> I've always said that. I, I, I think, like, it's it's just interesting that, that he's basically, like, the worst person is someone who will never, like, buy into the idea that they might be wrong. Yeah. And it's like, oh, thanks, professor. How much <laughs> did you get paid for that fucking shit? <laughs> Shelby, thank you for the news. Yeah, that was more of a case study than news, but that was good. I, I like learning. Shelby's always bringing the hot news. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Go follow, go support. Doug Key, thank you for coming on. Oh, hey, man, this is great. Thanks for having me. And uh, looking forward to October. October 4th. Thursday. Rogue Island Comedy Fest.com. Rogue Island Comedy Fest.com. At Douglas Key on Instagram. It's going to be a great show. I'm very excited to do it. Yeah, man. Get your uh, tickets now and uh, yeah. Get involved. I'll be in uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Um, That's it for us. I'm Jared Free. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending those emails. Boom. <laughs>